This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. B5 through five Raptors. Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. High screen from Franz. Now Kel spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz can fly it in. Put back is good. Franz Wagner. It's your night, 22. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. And welcome in. It's Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Jake Chapman, Dante Marcatelli here with you. Magic coming off a win, a big win, a long overdue win against the Milwaukee Bucks. 112.97 was the final on Saturday night at Amway Center. A raucous crowd. Great atmosphere. Didn't have Damian Lillard uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks. But we didn't have Markel Fultz or Gary Harris. So I'm not worried about Wendell Carter Jr. Or Wendell Carter Jr. Don't, don't, don't remind me. I've, I've managed to step out of my mind. Um, the Magic, obviously, a little bit banged up, but uh, doing a great job of, of just making it work. And, oh, by the way, Milwaukee Bucks did have that Giannis fella, and he did have 35 points and 10 rebounds and 7 assists and 4 steals in a moment where you thought, okay, he's going to take this game over uh, and, and and rip it away from us. But uh, as we bring in Dante Marcatelli, he is out and about. He's getting set to travel. Magic will be on the road this week, headed back out. Uh, we'll see Brooklyn tomorrow. We'll see Chicago Wednesday, Chicago again on Friday, although uh, the Tuesday and Friday games will be part of the in-season tournament. We'll get to all that. Um, Dante Paolo Bencaro, 26 points. Franz Wagner, 24 points. They were efficient. You get 20 from Jalen Suggs, second straight game. He's giving you that scoring pop, and, uh, of course, we know what he brings defensively. You get another 19 from Mo Wagner off the bench. That felt like the, obviously, it was it was our first win against Milwaukee in 14 straight, our first win against Milwaukee at, at Amway Center going back to 2018. Um, it was long overdue. These guys have absolutely nothing to do with that. So the the storyline is Right, right, right. When you talk about the last time this team won, maybe Jonathan Isaac remembers it uh, against Milwaukee. But um, I, that's that felt like the formula. The That felt like the type game you wanted to play against a Milwaukee team that, frankly, is not a good rebounding or defensive team yet, or or they're certainly not where they have been the last couple of years. They're trying to score a whole lot of points, and we held them under 100 again um, for, what, the second time this season, uh, holding the team under 100 points. And you kind of got what you're expecting from your principals, 26 from Paulo and 24 from Franz, that pop from Jalen, and then the, the bench scoring has been huge. That felt like something that we can repeat. That, that felt like the formula, D. Yes. Yeah, it certainly did. I think you hit the nail on the head with the defense because this is, regardless of Damian Lillard, and there, there's always going to be detractors that say, well, you beat a team without Damian Lillard. That's why I'm glad you put out the fact that uh, we didn't have who we didn't have, right? We're missing two starters and in some cases three starters. But let's just look at the game before when the Milwaukee Bucks went to Indiana, put up 124 points. They had 124 points They average, without Damian Lillard in that game. They put up 124. Giannis had 54. They averaged 118. They hadn't been held under 110 points the entire year. And this Magic team holds them to 97. It, they The Bucks hadn't been held under 100, but twice since last February. So the, hmm. the defense that you're throwing out there uh, for Coach Mosley and this team is absolutely astounding, and that's what they need to hang their hat on. And listen, this Magic team had not played well defensively. Down in Mexico, they gave up 120 points to the Atlanta Hawks and gave up, what, 117 to the Dallas Mavericks. So the defense, they had gotten away from it the last two games, and I thought they found it again. And Jalen, yes, he sets the tone. Uh, Paolo has been very good. You know, it's interesting, Jay. I, I don't never know what this means, but 
we know how good Paolo was, right? 24 points, we get or two, or 20, ended up with 26, actually. 26 points, we get 24 from Franz, so they combined for 50, um, which is always funny to me because the bo- the first box score came out and had Paolo at 24. I don't know how you miss a basket. That you can was... add a rebound or an assist, but how do you miss a basket? Josh Cohen is texting the group, Chad, 25, yes. 30 minutes after the game, like, <laughs> how many points did Paolo have? I'm like, we got to, let's swear that away. I'm pretty sure that's important, guys. Well, it was funny because uh, Joel, you know, Vernon Maxwell tells a great story about Joel Glass when he was at Florida, you know, and, and Joel would go back and make sure they had an extra assist or a steal or you know, sometimes they would miss it. And then Vernon would ask him, can you get me a couple more baskets? Can you <laughs> No, can't really fudge those, Vernon. Can't really fudge. Can't really fudge those. But I look at it. I'm saying, okay. I asked him after the game. Apollo was the walk off, and I said, "You weren't going to let us lose tonight, whatever." Yeah, and he goes, "Well, it's kind of my job. I got to go out there and get big baskets." And I thought, "Yes, this is exactly what you got to do." Him and Franz made huge baskets. Franz almost had the game winner down in Mexico City. Uh, So, so those guys are coming along. It's still hard, and they're going to have their they're going to have their bumps in the road, and, and they certainly have already this year. But I'm looking at it, and Paolo, you know, Paolo was top five in the NBA in contested threes. I don't know what that means or if that means anything, but I'm looking at all the metrics are showing that, yes, Paolo's doing it on the offensive end, but he's also become a much better defender, and I think that is huge. And and whoever he guarded was was not a huge factor in that basketball game last night uh, on Saturday, and I think that was huge. So a terrific defensive effort by everybody, and your two best players were your two best players on Saturday. I think that's a really good point, though, D. Like, okay, first of all, against a team like Milwaukee, it has to be a team effort. You can't have Jalen, you know, Jalen's a great defender. He's not good enough to shut down the entire Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, yeah, exactly, own. right. And, and, but in this league, dude, if you have one weak link on that defense, teams are going to find it, especially a team like Milwaukee. And so for Paulo, for Franz, and, and, and I think we are a little more comfortable with Franz based on what we've seen, they have to hold up their end of the bargain on the defensive end. And yes, Paulo's job is to go out and get buckets, but he also can't be a, a, a net minus um, defensively. Like, we need right. him to do what he's Correct. doing. And you're right, you see the numbers with the deflections, with the steals, the contested threes. Um, you're not as good as the Magic are right now defensively, which is, what, ranked fourth, I think, in terms of defensive rating, 105.8 points for 100 possessions. Dante, in today's NBA, that's insane. The Indiana Pacers are scoring 126 points a game. Like, scoring is up, 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 yes. up, up. Yes, and yes. And here we are kind of playing a little bit of an old-school style with a very deliberate pace, great rebounding team. Once again, second-chance points, a huge factor um, mm-hmm. against Milwaukee. I, I I have no idea when the last time we out-rebounded Milwaukee or or Milwaukee got their butts whipped on the glass like they did on Correct. Saturday night, but we just... Jake, I, I don't know the last time we were in the game going into the fourth quarter against Milwaukee. That was 14, That's 14 consecutive losses against Milwaukee. I mean, and none of them have been close for the last four years, right? Giannis is averaging about 29 minutes a game yeah. against the Magic it, during that 14-game stretch. The game is decided, usually, with Milwaukee going into the fourth quarter. And the Magic are not alone. I mean, that, that Milwaukee's done that to everybody the last couple of years. They're going through their lumps, no question about it. They're going to figure it out, and they'll get Damian Lillard back. They'll probably blow out whoever they're playing tonight uh, when he returns. But you, you're right. They're they're figuring it out. To, to do what you did to them on the glass and scoring-wise was huge, regardless of who was in the lineup. I don't know. I think it's really interesting because they obviously are a team in transition, and and Adrian Griffin, I think it's going to be fine. They're going to be sure. fine. Like I, I, I feel kind of a little bit fortunate to have gotten them early on in the season. Totally. And they, you'll take that. No and you'll absolutely, you'll absolutely take it. Like I think they're going to be able to figure it out. They still have the personnel, but it's just I, you just look at it and you say, "How does a team with Yacht?" I, I don't care they don't have Damian Lillard. 
a team with Giannis, Brooke Lopez, Jay Crowder, and Bobby Portis is that bad a rebounding team? Like that that's the that's what doesn't strike me. And look, rebounding is rebounding. It's positioning, it's fighting for it, it's wanting it. Granting uh granted Brooke Lopez only played twenty one minutes, he's got a back he's dealing with, but we went out there, Dante, and we took that game from him. And we've been doing it on the offensive glass a hundred percent. Um I really love what we're seeing with the bench unit. I mean, with it was a late scratch for Markel. So you go right. in there with a nine man rotation and everybody contributed in their own way. Anthony Black's box score does not look great. If you watch that game, you know what Anthony Black was doing out right. on the floor. And then, you know, J.I. is three for ten. It was a great Jonathan Isaac game. He he made absolutely he's he's basically the perfect foil, or at least if you want somebody to slow down the audits, he's a great guy to be able to throw off the bench. And then we got to talk about Mo Wagner. And my call of the game is going to go back to when the injuries hit and Wendell goes down. And this is, and I think we made yeah, a so game big. a week or two ago. But Jamal Mosley not upsetting the starting lineup, keeping Mo Wagner in his bench roll is my call of the game. It's brought to you by Glip from Ring Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with Glip by Ring Central. Visit Glip.com to learn more. Upsetting the Apple card is one thing. But now with a little bit more evidence, I'm beginning to think he just didn't want to upset Mo Wagner. He, Mo Wagner, <laughs> Mo Wagner specifically, might have been the key to that. Might be right. Maybe we'll ask Coach Mosley and he'll give us a little insight um, after the fact. But Mo Wagner is invaluable, Dante. He was he had 19 points on seven of nine shooting. He is so flipping efficient. And to get that from your center, I, I'm getting greedy now. We're getting it night in and night out from him. Um, it is such a boost, and and, and to, to be able to withstand an injury like Wendell Carter Jr. and still feel confident with Goga and Mo Wagner, and then if you want to play a little small, you can have J.I. out there as the five, or you have some options there. Um, I, I just think Mo Wagner's been absolutely invaluable to this team and this roster, what, three years running now? I mean, this is... Yes, yes, not, it, yes. Too. Um, no, this is not a surprise, and, and you know what's interesting? was very, very important, Dave. He has embraced that. 19 points, 7 of 9, and we've gotten used to these. We had him post-game, and we asked him that same thing. I said, Mo, I'm getting used to this kind of walking bucket thing here. You're 9 for 11, 11 for 12. Guess who's number one in the NBA in two-point field goal percentage? Mo Wagner, 75.5%. Next is Mark Williams, who doesn't take anything from outside of three feet. Mo Wagner shoots threes. He also will hoist threes up. He's fourth in the NBA in overall field goal percentage at 64.7%. Amazing. For a guy that shoots threes, you look at the other guys, you know, Jalen Smith is second. He'll he'll shoot some threes, but not a lot. Uh, but the two-point field goal percentage, and it, and it just, they seem to come at a time when you need them. That second unit comes in, maybe the first unit starts to stall or the, 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 the opposing team starts to pick up some momentum, whatever it is. He is always, always a game changer. Not only with his energy, it's, it's like everybody that's defending him forgets that he has this boundless amount of energy yeah. and he catches them off guard with an offensive rebound or a putback or a... the footwork too. The footwork oh. is, I mean, he's just blowing guys off the dribble with, with a, with a quick little, you know, yes. dribble move, boom, boom, boom. That, I mean, that spin move in the lane, it's, I mean, it's incredible. He'll get to the free throw line, four or five from the line. You know, that's the other thing for a team that doesn't shoot it as well and doesn't get up a lot of threes. You're 30 of 35 from the free throw line. Yeah, you have been getting to the free throw line at an elite rate, and it still doesn't feel like you're getting the benefit of the whistle. You know, Paulo Paulo Bencaro, we we rewound the we replayed the video. He got hammered twice going to the basket, where it was egregious. Two guys hit him on two different plays, and he didn't get the call. He only gets to the line five times. He's four or five from the line, and still you shoot thirty five free throws. When he starts getting the whistle, I mean, what is this going to look like then? So I think. 
you're getting to the line. You get you haven't been making your free throws until the last game. So I think that's been a big difference. But you know, now you start looking at it and you start looking at piecing this thing together. And eventually you're going to get Wendell back. Hopefully, hopefully Markell can figure out this thing with his knee and and he can be regular. You're getting very close with Gary Harris. So now you start getting your pieces back. And then you start looking and saying you're five and four. You're probably three made baskets or two stops away right. from being seven and two. Is that fair? And seven and two as you go into tournament play. The the toughest part of this season was going to be this first 19 game stretch where you're hoping to go. We talked about it on this show. You're hoping you absolutely have to get seven wins, right? You had to go at least seven and twelve. To me, if you got if you come with somewhere around eight and eleven or even nine and ten, especially, that is a huge win with one of the toughest starts of the season in franchise history. You're sitting at five and four. You didn't win your fifth game last year until December 16th, right? When you started five and twenty. Are you already a month ahead of that? So you start looking at it and say, all right, I don't, you know, put the cart before the horse or whatever, you know, whatever that whatever that old saying is that, that you know. That's no way better than I do, right? But I uh, was Richie, or as you know, as Richie would say, "Don't burn, we'll burn that bridge when we get there." But <laughs> but you have to. I mean, so you start looking at it and saying, "Now you you're kind of in the driver's seat as you go out on this four game road trip uh, with two games with this in season tournament that gets you. You know, you don't have to worry about this team not being up for it, or you know, they're going to be into that. They they want to win these tournament games. So I, I think you're in an unbelievable spot, even with the fact that you let a couple games get away." I'm jazzed up about the tournament. It's going to be a fun week. And and yeah, I mean, you mentioned it heading into, I believe it was, we were we shot the fourth highest amount of free throws as a team um, on Saturday heading into the game, and we were like 25th in free throw percentage. Those numbers have already changed. We're second now in terms of free throws attempted. We're shot wow. 28 free throws a game, D. And the only team better is Milwaukee. And guess what? They have the second and third best free throw guys in the league <laughs> and Giannis. And we do do it. I mean, it's Paulo is is the head of the snake but we've got a lot of guys who, who have a knack for getting to the free throw line you got to knock them down and that's really, but jake but jake that's 10 10 line. free throw the guy that was your leading free throw attempt shooter was jalen suggs this, this right. guy is a man possessed right now yep. and he's you know and you're watching him out there and he's he's under control though i mean he still has his moments where he'll go crazy and he'll tomahawk somebody across the head but but that's Fine. that's but that's okay i i can but it's but it's once hey maybe twice Right. Dante, look, look at that statue. He played 39 minutes. You know what I see next to the in the PF column? I see a big old zero. You see wow, good call. Good call. Minutes. I didn't realize that until I just looked at it. Very good now. call. On the call. But, yeah, I mean, he is, he is certainly getting a lot better at harnessing that. And, I mean, and allowing himself to be his, his usual defensive, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog self. Um, yeah. But, but not, and look not, at the, not, not Sonic the personal fouls in eight minutes. You know what I mean? Sonic the Hedgehog is an unbelievable reference. But you look at the other side of it, I, I you would forget Malik Beasley was even in the game. Malik even Beasley was 0 for 4. He didn't score. He played no, 20 minutes. Took him right he played out half the basketball game and did not score a basket. What, what and all it, these dudes who killed that's us? That's Jalen Suggs. That's, that's Jalen Suggs defense. Yes. Green has killed us before. That's right. Cameron Payne always seems, in the, and Payne got going a little bit. But you're right. I mean, their entire backcourt, like Giannis had no help. It was 35 points for Giannis. Correct. Next time the score was Cameron Payne with 14. That's uh, right. And I know. And then, and then you want, I'm, I'm sticking my head in the t- in the timeouts, and now Joe Ingles played with Milwaukee last year, so he's got a little insight into that. But whereas A.J. Green might step into the game in years past, and we've saw him, we've seen him come into games, and the Magic will leave him wide open. He's he's on the Niang uh, Joe Ingles as right. far as how we defend these guys, right? 
As soon as he stepped in, Joe Ingles goes, make him put it on the floor. They went up to every single one of them, make him put it on the floor. I don't care what he does after that, make him put it on the floor. That guy barely got a shot up. He did it. hit a three. He did hit a three, and you know he can do it, but it was just inconsequential. I mean, they made him a non-factor. So I, I think what they did defensively was astounding. Bobby Portis has lit us up before. What was it, two years ago? We had a game where he went five for five from three yes. against us. Like, I just have the... Okay, just, so can I, can I tell the Bobby Portis story? Please. So Joe Ingles, because he played in Milwaukee last year, he's chirping with everybody. Every Milwaukee buck that's on the floor, he's bumping them and talking to them, and they look at him and they laugh and they smile, pat him on the butt, and then walk away. Bobby wouldn't look at him. Bobby was the only buck that would not look him in the eyes, and Joe loved it. He went up to him even more. He pushed him. He was poking him. He was grabbing his jersey. He was talking to him the entire game. Bobby started that game 0 for 5. I, I'm, I'm telling you, it's a little thing, and you look at it. Now, he ended up finishing with 13 points, but he had to take 12 shots to get there. He was 4 of 12. He had his stretch, don't get me wrong, and he he helped him get it to a 13-point game, but he was, not a, he was not the normal factor that he usually is. And to me, you know, Bobby's a guy that you're not on my team anymore, so I'll talk to you after the game, and I love that about him. That's great. That's how he gets dialed in, but Joe knew that, and he was talking to him, and he was trying to get in his head, and it was just – you love Joe Ingles when he's on your team. He's like Mo Wagner, and now you got two of those guys out there as love part it. of your second unit. I think that's I think that's very important. And also, I mean, years passing. Granted, we were a much younger team, and we didn't have guys like Joe Ingles or Mo Wagner, um, or or guys like Paulo. Years past, Bobby Portis came in and intimidated us. The Montrez Heralds of the world. Yes, these guys can yes. beat us up, and and you know, um, now we're we're swinging back and getting our lunch money back uh, but get some of these guys and it how feels- good is it looking now and how good you want to talk about your defense how good is it looking you held you held houston to what what did you hold them to 87 points on opening night the team's six and three d is that looking like an unbelievable job i mean listen don't discredit this defense in the western conference <laughs> crying out loud yeah and uh, let me correct myself three times now this 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 year right we've held a team yeah under all points absolutely incredible uh you gotta throw portland in there as well all right let's um we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back, we're going to have our magic look ahead, which is powered by Ticketmaster. Very important week out on uh, in the Eastern Conference. We've got in-season tournament games getting dialed up. And 19 of the Magic's next 20 opponents are against Eastern Conference opponents. Uh, so I mean, that is, that is mind-blowing. We basically have all of the Western Conference uh, behind us here. Uh, the inaugural NBA in-season tournament is here as part of group play. Your Orlando Magic will host the Toronto Raptors on Tuesday, November 21st. And then the Boston Celtics on Friday, November 24th at Amway Center. Secure your tickets today at orlandomagic.com slash tournament and be a part of this exciting new competition. More Magic Drive time when we come back right here. 96 on the game. Great dishes begin with top quality ingredients. Goya offers a wide variety of products from rice, beans, masarepa, and seasonings to olives and olive oil, even low-sodium and organic items to stock your pantry with a solid lineup of go-to ingredients. With Goya on your team, your signature dishes are always a slam dunk. For inspiration and recipes, visit Goya.com. And remember, if it's Goya, it has to be good. Goya is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic. Don't put off getting your oil changed, Orlando. Take 5 Oil Change, proud partner of the Magic, is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. You can take advantage of Take 5's fast, friendly, and simple service at any of their locations across the Orlando area. And remember, at Take 5, you stay in your car because they're faster than you think. That means you won't even have time to show off your perfect jump shot or killer crossover. Take 5 is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic. 
It's more fun to see the Orlando Magic hit the court live. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered with a wide selection of seats available for every game at a variety of prices. As the official marketplace of the Orlando Magic and the NBA, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Whether you're making plans in advance or heading to the game last minute, with their virtual view from seat feature, you'll get a preview of your section to make sure you have the best view to catch more of those dimes and dunks. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Orlando Magic. The ruggedly capable all-wheel drive Kia Telluride X Pro is truly at the top of its game. It kind of reminds us of legendary four-time NBA champ Draymond Green. Hold on. What? Powerful performance in tough conditions. <laughs> yep, that's Dre. Totally dominates the lane. Money Green coming through. Intuitive. Intelligent. IQ on a trillion. Bold and rugged. Oh, yeah. Bold and rugged. That part. And has a combined 24.6 inches of dual panoramic displays and third row seating. A panel what? <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't put it past them. The Kia Telluride X-Pro. Telluride X-Pro. I like that. Here's to legends in the making. Kia is the official automotive partner of the NBA and WNBA. Kia. Movement that inspires. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver errors and our driving conditions. Always drive safely and obey all traffic laws. How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance. Maybe decibels. Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit. At Star Credit Union, you inspire us to go the extra mile to meet your financial needs. That's why we offer Magic fans more banking options like better rates and no hidden fees. Our team is also dedicated to making the communities we serve stronger, volunteering our time and talents while donating millions to local nonprofits. Star Credit Union, official credit union of the Orlando Magic. Visit ViStarCU.org and go Magic. NBA in-season tournament tips off this fall. As part of group play, the Orlando Magic will host two home games at Amway Center. They'll battle the Toronto Raptors on Tuesday, November 21st at 7 p.m. and the Boston Celtics on Friday, November 24th at 2.30 p.m. The stakes are high and the team is ready for this exciting new challenge. Secure your tickets today at orlandomagic.com tournament and get ready to cheer on your Orlando Magic. This is Mo Wagner of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to Magic Drive Time with Dante and Jake, only on 96.9 The Game. Welcome back. It's Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Jake Chapman, Dante Marcatelli here with you. Segment two, about one minute and 30 seconds coming your way here. Very <laughs> quick one. Uh, as we wrap up, we're fired up. Magic get a big win against the Milwaukee Bucks on Saturday night at Amway Center, and now it's out on the road. We'll do our Magic look ahead. It's powered by Ticketmaster. In-season tournament games this week, Dante. We've got tomorrow night in Brooklyn. We've got that 7.30 tip pregame at 7 o'clock. We'll have it for you right here on 96.9 The Game and on the television side, Valley Sports Florida. And then in Chicago for two games, Wednesday and Friday. So it'll be a tough back-to-back Brooklyn Tuesday and then at Chicago on Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. Um, that is just the normal regular season basketball game. And then on Friday, we'll get the new court in. We'll get the C-Red. Yeah. Um, I, it's going to be very disorienting, I would think. 
but we'll have an in-season tournament against Chicago Bulls Friday night, 8 o'clock. Um, how do you feel about these floors? These Some of them I like. I really like ours from what, you know, the rendition yes. I've seen of it. I can't wait to see it down. The Chicago, like, all red floor, that's a bit much. I'm hoping it looks better in person. That's what I'm hoping. So I'll let you know on Wednesday. I'm hoping it doesn't look as bad in person as it does on TV because it looks like Boise State, but blue. I mean, I mean, but red, but red. I, I don't know it's how Eastern you Washington did. Yeah, that. That's it. That's the one that right? did red, right? Yeah, exactly. And it said I. I always thought that's impossible to play on, and now we got to look and see how Chicago is playing <laughs> with that red four. But I love it because when you watch it, the whole goal of this tournament was for viewers to watch and be like, oh, whoa, something's different here. Something's different. Even if you completely forgot it's the tournament, something looks different. Something feels different. They're playing harder. There's there's a different feel about these games, and there's a different look about them. And that was the goal. You see with the jerseys, you see with the floors. I think it's fantastic, and it, it'll be our first look at it. You know, Brooklyn's one and one. You, you go there on Tuesday, you beat Brooklyn. They're now one and two. It makes it very hard for them to come out of group play. Chicago's 0-1. You win that game on Friday, they're 0 and 2. Makes it very hard for them to come out of group play and you do your, and you all of a sudden you're 2 and 0. So those two games to me are huge. You don't know if you're going to beat Boston, but you would look at it and say Boston's probably the team that comes out of that group play, but you play them the day after Thanksgiving. You know, you yeah. can certainly get them here. So anyway, you can certainly win the group, but there's two wild card teams. And if you don't win it, you want to be one of those teams, so you have to win as many as possible. I was looking at the tiebreakers the other day. We'll get into that at some other point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick, if you don't like the in-season tournament, I feel like you're the, you're the type of guy who doesn't like the Toy Story NFL broadcast. You just don't like fun things. <laughs> you just want something to complain right, about. Right, for, right. Look, I understand. If who doesn't like, like the end zone being slimed? I love that. Exactly. Like, maybe change the channel. You know, you can, you can repackage it in any other way. It's fun. It's not added work. It's not added anything. It's just something a little bit different. So I'm excited for the Magic to get started. That'll be tomorrow, and of course, we'll preview that game tomorrow right here on Magic Drive Time. He's Dante, I'm Jake. We're back tomorrow right here. Magic Drive Time, 96.9 The Game.